Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On the Gaines Podcast, we often talk about playing the markets and charting and timing the markets, buying the dips and getting in on those high-growth names. Uh, We'll even outright short the market if we think we can make a little cash. And we delve into areas like cryptocurrencies. And I'm not talking about those conservative cryptos like Bitcoin and Ethereum, but altcoins like Sheeb and Doge. And we talk about NFTs and high-flying stocks. By the way, speaking of those, right now, full disclosure, I love Coinbase, ticker C-O-I-N. I love Poshmark, ticker P-O-S-H. And if we want to get a little more mainstream, Meta, a.k.a. Facebook, ticker F-B. Love those right now. But take that as entertainment, but still love buying those stocks at these levels. Uh, I thought today I would bring a little balance to the gains conversation and move beyond some of the degenerate names that we often talk about, that we love talking about. So I'm going to bring on somebody a little more conservative and talk about how he's managing markets in a very measured way. As I've mentioned this before, when we talk about the high risk stuff, it should be fun money, casino money, sportsbook money, track money, and you should treat it like that. But in the background, everybody still needs to build that solid, long-term, low-risk portfolio, build up that 401k. We all want to have money in the future. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm Andy Gersher, and this is GAINS. Let's bring on Mark Horner. Wealth Advisor at Fairhaven Wealth Management out of Wheaton. And be sure to check their website, fairhavenwealth.com. Well, Mark, great to have you on the GAINS podcast. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's fantastic to be with you. you. You've been on the Noon Business Hour quite a bit, Mark. Since you're new to the GAINS podcast, just kind of give us a, a quickie about yourself and your firm and, uh, and then we're going to delve into this volatility. So Mark's a, a regular on the noon business hour. And as I mentioned, he's a wealth advisor at Fairhaven Wealth Management. Take it from there, Mark. 
Sure. So this is my 22nd year in the wealth management business. I started in the big in the big firm, the big firm world with some of the some of the name brands. And uh, seven and a half years ago, I left there to go start the to go start Fairhaven Wealth Management. So uh, so by myself. And I did I did that uh, I did that uh, one just because I've got a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit about me. But also I think in the industry, this is just where the the action is happening. And and I, I just thought I could deliver a better client experience and experience for our team uh, on on my own. So seven and a half years ago, left, started the firm by myself. At that time, that was uh, $80 million in or so in client assets, maybe 40, 40 clients altogether. Seven and a half, uh, we closed the year last year at the end of, uh, at the end of uh, 2021, crossing a billion dollars in firm assets, and the team is now uh, 23 people. So, uh, so we've grown uh, you've tremendously. Done, you've done pretty good for yourself. It sounds yeah. like really, really uh, grew the the firm from a, a one man shop to uh, you, you just mentioned a, a huge staff. Um, for the gains listeners, share with us your uh, investment philosophy real quick before we get into the nuts and bolts of the market. Uh, as the gains listeners know, you know I am an admitted degenerate and love to dabble in and take a ton of risks and and we talk about those fun spaces and crypto and nfts and meme stocks and all the fun high growth names and but that being said we haven't been high on those all those names and crypto for quite some time and we are realistic about you know what's going on and so then we we turned and did triple shorts you know, triple bag shorts on the market when we felt like uh, things were going to go the other way. So, I mean, we are super aggressive. Yeah, that's not quite. Are. That's not quite where you come from. But you know, just kind of explain because I, I like to bring on uh, voices from all parts of the market. So, just explain your investment philosophy real quick as well. Yeah. So we're so we're very much financial planning oriented, and so we we try and spend some time understanding what goals clients are trying to achieve, what time over what timeline, what resources they have available to to achieve those goals, and then we design portfolios that that try and strike the right amount of risk. So not 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 uh, not too much, not too not too little, and then we are firm believers in the long term benefits of the of the the various investment markets and and so try to design portfolios that clients can basically stick with for uh, for for long periods of time I will confess in the in the the uh, the glide path of my career earlier in my career I I was tempted by the by the idea of trying to prove I'm an investment genius and backing up the truck to this asset or that or this or that idea or the, the, the this new strategy and it, in my experience, it just doesn't. It's a recipe for just uh, bad results. So I'm, I'm, a, I, you could, I think it could be fair to say that we're boring, uh, that that we're that we're more middle of the road type type investing. But I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable with that. Uh, and and I would say how the firm has done. It seems it, that that's resonating at least with some portion of the of the investment world out there because the the firm is doing quite well us degenerates uh also have (laughs) the uh a a decent portfolio our 401ks but hey you like to throw a little money on the ponies like to go to the casino (laughs) you got money on the finals why not take a shot at crypto why not uh you know throw it out there it's not the house we've always warned against doing that 
And like I said, take my advice as entertainment. That's what I'm here for. My first question is, how do you see markets right now? We've seen a lot of the growth names give way. We've uh, The Dow theory, as we've talked several times on the Gaines podcast, is still bearish. But uh, we've come down a lot. Where do you see markets right now, and uh, what are you telling your clients? Yeah, so I'm I'm a uh, so I'm a, I'm a big believer in in doing the opposite uh, as far as the investment markets go. I heard somebody on uh, on CNBC actually say that we're in the middle of a of a uh, a bond market that we have not seen uh, so bad in the in the, or the worst bond market in 200 years was the quote. And I didn't even know that you traded bonds back in the back in the 1800s, but uh, but apparently apparently according to this guy you do. So there there does there you did. There you said 200 years. So yeah, that's, well, that's, that's a good point. Said. Yeah, I don't I didn't know that's, that they were trading bonds shortly after the war of 1812. Neither did I. Neither did I. So, uh, but apparently there were some early movers in the uh, in the high yield the high yield market back then. Uh, so when but when you hear stuff like or when I hear stuff like that, uh, that that just sounds to me like uh, just way too way too uh, strong pessimism. And so that, it's thoughts like that that really make me that really make me a bit more optimistic about more longer term views of the of where the markets might might be from now. And I guess that's important. I, I'm there with you because, full disclosure, I'm in outright shorting the market up until just a couple weeks ago. I'm finally hearing the stuff that we sh- from these so-called experts, I'm finally hearing the stuff that we should have heard three, four, six months ago before everything, you know, before the, uh, the market actually declines. You know, I'm starting to... to Fill that negative sentiment, which is making me bullish now. Are are you a contrarian? Are, is that how you're kind of seeing things as well? Well, I, I guess it just depends on on how you how one's going to define contrarian. There was another piece that was out that looked at uh, a year after CNBC did their markets in turmoil report. Uh, where was the stock market? And there was something like fifty or sixty data points. Uh, so when the when the 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 on uh, the television the national television media is screaming, uh, run for the run for the hills, run for the hills. That's probably the time to, be st- to start looking at taking a little bit a little bit more risk. Because again, looking at looking at that markets in turmoil thing, again fifty sixty data points. The market a year later, 100% of the time positive, and in the vast majority of those of those instances, substantially positive, like like strong double digits. You make all your hay in in these down markets, and a lot you of do. times they are vicious to the downside. But that really does pose a, a, an opportunity. And if you're contrarian like myself, you know the more bearish folks are starting to get now makes me feel like we're closer to the bottom than not. Even though we're, I'm a huge Dow theory, uh, a believer in the Dow theory, and and it's still bearish, and we're still monitoring that to look for the right signs. But I I, I think that you you could uh, start picking your spots here, and that includes even in, in the crypto space, Bitcoin and Ethereum at least. Um <laughs> You know, maybe not well, we, the the altcoins, but uh, we, right. Go ahead. We you, you, well, you and I might 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 uh, agree to disagree on the on the crypto world, just because I don't. You know, I tend to eat dinner at four forty five and go to bed at nine. So I'm I'm uh, I'm an old 
Now, now real man. quick, since we brought that up, though, so are you do you are you one <laughs> who believes that crypto is a scam or that that I mean, Bitcoin and Ethereum and all this isn't going to be around 10, 20 years from now at much higher value? Or I mean, I just curious on how you feel about that. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far. I, I'm not going to go so far as to say it's a scam, but but I just don't I just don't understand it. So the 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 the, the proponents of it, what I've heard anyway, is is that it's a it's a store of value. It's a, it's an inflation hedge. It's a it's a different it's a different asset class. None of which is proven. It's an inflation fighter. It, it, none of which has been proven true in the in the existing in the existing um, markets. It's gone down every bit as much as everything as everything else. It is growth. I'm, it is growth. I, I, yeah, I, I just recently had a conversation about that. It's not a different asset class. I mean, it has been following the high growth. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly, especially if you look on the on on the charts. I mean, in fact, maybe it was even a little bit of a front runner for growth. But no way, in, in you know, a lot of people are comparing it to gold. It's it's growth. It's not even a separate uh, asset class at this point. Do 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 you see the value in the blockchain technology and and that kind of stuff? Or and, and let me ask you this: Are more importantly, are your clients, you know, because you you run a relatively conservative shop. I mean, compared to somebody like myself and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, and the stuff definitely. that a lot of the gains in, uh, <laughs> listeners are interested in. But are your clients asking you about crypto? And uh, I mean, what, what are you telling them as well? Uh, so, no, they don't. They don't. Ask, they don't ask about that. I, uh, they don't ask about crypto. I do know. I do know that a couple of clients, uh, a couple of clients have, have, I guess, confessed to us that they've got a little side account that they might that they might own, might own a little bit of a little bit of crypto a little bit of crypto in but but no yeah we're not we we um i i think i can probably make the statement that we would never own that uh for for clients from our by our own doing that that would have to be very direct instructions by from from clients to incorporate that into the into the portfolios that we manage that we manage for them but, uh, Fair so enough. What, you know, I, I, yeah, I completely yeah. understand that. And that's, you know, you got to know your lanes and your clients are probably not 25 year olds who are looking to strike it rich uh, with the, with the, the latest bored ape. Um, all right. So, so after we've kind of established that, what are you buying right now? How are you handling this? Kind of give us uh, your take on things and how you're navigating the current waters. Well, well, so we're big fans of kind of taking the opportunities that the market gives you instead of instead of instead of trying to make instead of trying to make uh, timing calls. And so where we're where we're looking for opportunity is the thing, things that have been things that have been beaten down, and and and, and there's plenty to pick from in the in the existing in the existing market it it feels to me a bit like the uh the so bonds just in general have been hit harder than they uh than they probably than they probably should have been if you look at muni bonds in in particular municipal bonds very rarely have negative have negative years at all and 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 right now their you know core muni bonds are down every bit as regular bonds probably something like 9 10 9 10% in instances when municipal bonds have uh, have struggled, uh, typically the reaction a year later is is a is a very swift 
uh, recovery. And I think it was it was 2013 or 2014, the last time that like the high yield muni bond market had a negative had a negative year that was of any of any substance. I, I'm fairly certain of that. The year after, I'm I'm positive of high yield muni bonds did better than the S and P 500. So so muni bonds did better than the than the stock market. And, and when so, when and when you're when you're talking, well, how do you get exposure for your clients? Are, is it through an ETF? Are you doing some kind of tiered bond strategy? And since we're talking bonds here, how do you get your clients exposure? Yeah. Yeah, so in the in the core in in the core bond space, we we get there we get there a couple of different ways. Either uh, either through owning bonds, owning bonds directly, and so we've got relationships with a few institutional bond managers here here in Chicago. So we get some some uh, preferred pricing there. Uh, we also use uh, we also use actively managed mutual funds, and then in the high yield bond space, uh, the convertible bond space, maybe. Uh, uh, we, we do have some private credit uh, exposure, so in, in non-publicly traded uh, bonds, in those in those areas of the bond market, we we access that through uh, through mutual funds. I'm going to hit you up with uh, tickers on those bond funds in just one second, Mark. But we got to take a quick break. Hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option for you. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gaines episode drops. We drop Gaines episodes on Wednesday and Friday mornings. All right, we're going to be right back after the break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, we're back with Mark Horner, Wealth Advisor at Fairhaven Wealth Management in Wheaton. Be sure to check out their website, fairhavenwealth.com. So as we were heading to break, I was going to hit you up for uh, some info on the bond funds you were just talking about. Give me some tickers. Uh, so these are not recommendations. So I, I would say all I'm doing is sharing some of the things that some of the things that we use. So yeah, and listen, uh, I, I completely understand these aren't recommendations. We're just having a conversation about some products that would look at least interesting in this space. So we won't hold you to it. Go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, right, I live in a highly regulated, uh, compliance sensitive world. So always, always need to always need to hedge the comments with uh, with those kinds of disclosures. But yeah, we use uh, so in the high yield muni space, we use mainstay high yield municipal bond fund. First Eagle has got a has got a private credit. It's got a private credit fund that we uh, that, that we uh, that we use. That's a that's a relatively new fund. 
Uh, but there's a story. There's a story behind that with a great a great private credit team that joined First Eagle. Uh, lots of experience, and so that's I'd say that's an area in the investment market that maybe the typical the typical screening characteristics that some firms might use would would consider how many assets are how many assets are in the fund, and until they get to a couple hundred million in assets, there are many firms out there that won't even invest. Uh, make inv- recommend investments in those types of vehicles. We in the independent world, we're able to we're able to dig a little deeper and 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 look at well, no, this is a team that just joined First Eagle with a whole truckload of experience, and so just to look at the assets in the fund is not telling the whole story. So we uh, on that one in particular, we feel we feel like we are early to the party and sort of taking advantage of the flexibility of the of the independent world. Um, the uh, we're we're kicking around right now. Uh, we haven't we so I guess what something we haven't done yet, but we're we're talking about uh, we're talking about around the office is maybe looking at some sort of long short type fund that 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 might that might try and might try this would be for very short term investments, but that might like to try to generate a three to four a three to four percent return. So maybe something that you'd look from look for in a short duration bond fund that that uh, would give you the return that you're looking for in a short duration bond fund but not have the interest rate exposure. So we're we're you know we're always we're always thinking about different different ideas and, and tweaks to make into the into the portfolio. And and then on the equities front, how are you seeing stocks right now? Are you nibbling or uh, even consider nibbling and looking at some of the names that have been beaten down? Do you think the market has more to go? How are you navigating stocks uh, right now? Yeah, so so as far as does it have more to go or not is really going to come back to time horizon. So what what's the stock market going to do tomorrow? I have no I you know I have no idea. It's any it's anybody's it's anybody's best guess. Year year or two from now, are we going to be higher than we than we are now? Than than uh, uh, three five years from now, are we going to be higher than we are now? I would I would I would be inclined to be betting increasingly heavily on yes we will be we will be higher from now and we're we're again we're looking for opportunity where where the market gives it to us and so on on uh on higher quality uh names because again that's how we that's how we manage money for clients names that have been names that have been hurt really hard sure we're 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 nibbling we're nibbling a little it's it, and they're going to be the, there isn't going to be any any earth shattering uh, earth-shattering news on some of the names that we're that we're looking at. The and then now, real real quick, when you say higher quality, uh, are you talking higher quality like Meta, Facebook, or are you talking higher quality Procter and Gamble? I'm giving right. you the, the 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 range of kind of uh, uh, things. You know, higher quality is it Coinbase, or I mean, how conservative are you when you say higher quality? Does a Facebook fit in the high quality? realm i'm just trying to gauge kind of where what you're talking about yeah so general generally it uh generally a company like that a company like facebook sure that that could fit into our that could fit into our world we don't uh we don't own facebook broadly specifically uh for 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 our clients but but it's going to be a mix of some of those names that you rattled off uh, that you rattled off first. It's going to be more growth or growth oriented names like the like Microsoft or PayPal. Uh, we're, we're fans of the payment processors, so uh, Mastercard and Mastercard and Visa. But then, but then at the other end of the spectrum, there's going to be there's going to be names like Pepsi and. Uh, 
Oh, what? Uh, who else? Maybe Archer Daniels Midland. Some um, real big, big, long time kind of blue, blue chips. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That have that have been around. They've been around through many different market cycles. Uh, that have demonstrated a consistent ability to grow both the top line and the bottom line of their of their businesses. Because as we talk about with with young people, we are huge fans of. Uh, and advocates of financial literacy. But as we talk about stocks with young people, we always remind them that a, a, buying a share of stock makes you an owner in the company. And so you want to think about, you, it, it's important to think about what I want to own this entire company uh, when you're, when you're making, when you're making an investment. And so it's, it's companies like those JP Morgan Chase and the financials, Lowe's, Home Depot, uh, what I want to own all of that, of that company. And for, for the, for the um, for the stocks that we're that we're following, the answer is yes. You know, give us some names uh, of things that uh, you know you at least are looking at. You're not making recommendations, but companies, just companies you find interesting uh, that may have been beaten down a little bit. Uh, you know what? I would I would say all the you know all the names that the, the the Googles, Amazons, Apples. Um, uh, again, J.P. Morgan, Lowe's, Mastercard. They, they've all Microsoft, Nike, Oracle, PayPal. They, they've they've all uh, had a had a rough go of it here this this year. And so, using using what again, think with that idea that take what the market gives you. Uh, if if they're if they're struggling a little bit and you but you have uh, you feel good about them otherwise longer term. And I'd say that's true of of any of any stock and maybe even for your degenerate fans that are investing in the in the cryptos if the if if uh, when markets decline and you feel good about the the longer term investment prospects of whatever investment you're considering you should you should take advantage of that opportunity that is much easier said than done though but you hear this story actually from i'd, I'd say any experienced uh, any experienced long-term investor when asked to describe their very best investments they always will talk about a, an investment that when they made it it looked awful and 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 looked at, so looked absolutely terrible and i remember this one interview with with gunlock where he was describing the investment which i don't remember what the investment was but but he motioned with his hand he put his hand out out into the air and he was talking about pressing the button to go ahead and make the investment and he and he and he made his hand sort of quiver and shake as he went to go press the enter button on the keyboard. And so, and, and that, that reinforced for me that even people that run, I don't know how many billions of dollars that, that Gunlock's company runs, but it's, it's many times larger than, than us. Even people like him in the, in the investment world can find it hard to pull the trigger uh, on, on a particular investment idea when it looks awful. Holding your nose and making those buys, you, you always want to buy those stocks when it seems like you shouldn't buy it, and they've been beaten do. down. As long as they're, they're they're not going to go out of business, obviously. I mean, there has to be some hope in there. But usually, that I found that myself and anybody I've talked to, when they've had their biggest gains, it's always buying something where. When it's the bleakest, that's the time to jump in. So yeah. that that really yeah. is an excellent point. Now, do you do you find that dollar cost averaging? How do you decide what to allocate towards something when you are nibbling and you're uncomfortable nibbling? 
because that's usually the best time to do it. Uh, right. Are you dollar cost averaging in po- into positions? I mean, how do you handle that? Yeah, so that's a good. That's a great. That's a great question. So with dollar cost, how we handle dollar cost averaging is we've got the we got the law we got the eventual target, so we know where we want to get to in terms of the allocations within the within the portfolio. And then what we have just what I've learned over time in my career is that just signing up for a systematic process that you that you agree to either with a client or you know internally with our with ourselves and designing our own processes you agree to that process at a time when everybody's heads are cool and we're not influenced by the by what's going on in the by what's going on in the stock market and so whether that's I'm at a dollar cost average in once a month for the next 6 months until I hit my target or once a month or or once every 2 weeks for the next 9 months until I hit the target to me the time frame doesn't matter. It's it's staying committed to it. And so I I've unfortunately I've experienced with clients over time when you go with the I'm going to dollar cost average when it feels right to me. That never works. Be, be, that never works because what happens is emotions take over, and when your reminder goes off to say, hey, it's time to dollar cost average today. If the stock market's down a thousand. Uh, a thousand points. Your your the natural reaction is going to be well. No, I'm going to wait until things settle down. If it's up a thousand points, the natural reaction is going to be well. No, no, I got to I got to wait till the market comes back to me a little bit, and emotions will will completely screw it up. And so the 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 way to effectively implement. Uh, dollar cost averaging strategies is again know where you want to get to at the end and then commit to this is how I'm going to do it over this time period and then stick to your guns. Yeah, it's it is discipline. I think that's one of the most important keys in investing is the discipline where if you you're committed to something and then you've put out a plan to when it when it's the day to make that that buy you actually follow through, you know, with with you your it. plan, and you actually yeah. do it. And three yeah. months later, when markets are down even farther, if it's the time to to again, um, you know, make that buy, stick with your plan because you know, if you let the emotion get involved, that's not you're good. Cooked. Yeah, no, exactly. you're cooked. You're 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 cooked. You're cooked. I'm I'm convinced. This makes absolutely no sense, but I'm but but uh, but I am convinced of it. That the that the stock market is just it, it is not our friend. The the investment markets are trying to get us to do the wrong thing at the wrong time all the time, and and so when the market's going up, it's saying you know you better you better you better jump in. I'm going to the moon. And when it's going down, it's saying you know you better get out. I'm going to zero, and and that that you know that's back to the the idea that doing the doing the opposite, staying staying disciplined, trying to avoid the avoid the noise of the day to day of the day to day market for us anyway is the is absolutely the way to the way to go. So as we're wrapping up today's gains podcast, what's your takeaway from our conversation and, and what do you want to get across to the gains uh listener? Well so I, I would say reflecting on my own comments, maybe I've come across a little bit as a, a as a fuddy duddy with regard to the 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 memes, the NF, the meme stocks, the NFTs, the the cryptos, blah blah blah. So so I do so I do want to say I do want to say that there's certainly room in anybody's financial plan to have some fun money, uh, and that's how that's for us how I, how I would categorize those those things. It shouldn't be a meaningful 
part of the part of the portfolio. But I suppose like going to the casino, if you go with a couple hundred bucks in your pocket and 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 go with the thinking that, hey, I'm going to go have a good time, and when the couple hundred bucks is is gone. Uh, there was some value in in my having in my having fun. There's okay, it's okay to to make some room for that in your uh, in, as far as your financial planning, investment management strategy goes. But but um, uh, but but yeah, the the, the serious money should uh, should really should really be disciplined and boring. I hate to I hate to say it, but that's that's how the serious money really should be run. The serious money. Your retirement, and I, and I don't think I even stress this enough, that's not gains money. That's, you know, when, when we talk about gains money and investing in crypto and NFTs, and, you know, that's the money you would take to a casino. That's the money you would throw on the finals. And I think if, if you know that, then, then you'll be fine because you still have you know, actual real safe money in the background, you know, an actual real portfolio. But we do like to talk about the fun stuff. And I got to tell you, Mark, and you're going to hear it. I I, I even said this in the last uh, Gaines podcast. Today is, the taping of this is May 26, 2022. I got to think that, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say by 2030, Bitcoin will have already been 100,000. I've been dollar cost averaging into two crypto. I, you know, I've played in the the, the, the Doge and the Sheeb and some of these other things. I've played in that, traded in that. But I have said all along the play in crypto is dollar cost average over the long run into Bitcoin and Ethereum. I know you're not a crypto guy, but for the Gaines listeners, I know they're going to get excited about this. Uh, I, I am pretty certain that... At some point between now and May 26, 2030, which is in eight years, right. Bitcoin at some point will have been 100000 if it if it's not considerably higher there. So um, we got to schedule a podcast for eight years from now, right now, to, to, to debrief on this bold call you're making. Right. I, and I made I that bold this. call last week, too. So <laughs> we will have talked about it the week before. But, uh, yeah, I, I do still am a big believer in crypto. That's the one thing that I will certainly disagree with you on as far as I see huge value in blockchain technology and crypto. But again, it's it's we're talking about apples and oranges. You're talking about you know money that goes into portfolios that grows for people to have money for retirement and stuff long term. I'm talking about uh, throwing a little money on zero double zero. So you know, fair enough. But you watch, you mark my word. <laughs> in fact, I'll bring you on or back on in in, in eight years, and uh, and we could talk about. Uh, Bitcoin. Well, actually, a hundred thousand. At that point, it might even be two fifty, right? <laughs> so uh, I will be thrilled to join you in celebrating that eight years from now. There I've got, you I've go. Got no, I've got no problems with that. Outstanding. So, any uh, final thoughts here as as we wrap things up? It was a great conversation, and I'm glad to bring you on a little bit of a level head in in these very trying times no i mean this is just it's a i love your i love your conviction and enthusiasm and there is a and i guess like i said earlier there's room to there's room to have fun but the but the uh but the bulk of the for us anyway the bulk of the the bulk of the money should be uh it it should it should be a bit it should be a bit more a bit more boring but there but you know this is what makes the world different 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 opinions so i I know this is this is all good andy love it big thanks to mark horner Wealth Advisor at Fairhaven Wealth Management in Wheaton. Be sure to check out his website, 
fairhavenwealth.com and throw us one other plug in there, Mark, some kind of website. Do you have any kind of plug for the Gaines listener? Well, I got, I got, I got uh, one badge of honor and then one big, uh, one quick plug. One badge of honor is we just made the, uh, the ink list for best employers in the nation. So we are the only financial services firm in, in the state of Illinois, uh, one and only on that uh, financial planning firm, I should say, nice. financial planning firm, one and only in the, nice. in the, uh, the state of Illinois and one of seven in the, in the country. So we just found out about that. So we're, we we are thrilled about that. We're doing an event uh, on uh, a week from today, so it's, that's June 2nd, talking about um, the way, ways, to, ways to save, uh, ways to use your Illinois income tax dollars to divert that money to a private K-12 school of your choice. It's, an, it's called the Invest in Kids Act. Very not well understood, and so for anybody that's listening to that, that pays Illinois income taxes and has a soft spot in their heart for a private K through 12 school in Illinois, absolutely, we'd love to have you join join us. It's very a very interesting uh, element of the Illinois income tax code. More information on that at, at FairhavenWealth.com. Abs- absolutely. So it's on the it's on the event it's on the event portion of our uh, of our web page and my guess is that as as boring of a of an approach as we as we take anybody that goes and spends some time on our website it you, the the culture of our firm is going to come across loud and clear and i think you're going to like it outstanding hey be sure to subscribe and follow and leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts if that's an option for you and as always subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new gains episode drops we drop gains episodes on wednesday Wednesday and Friday mornings. And uh, we will be back uh, next Wednesday, and I look forward to seeing you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 